Introducing House Radio, the number one resource for all athletes. Hey guys, what's going on? This is Dan Goodman coming at you with another episode of the House Radio. This is our fifth episode here. We have another great show in store for you. Um, we have a really special guest here today, but first and foremost, I want to just uh, take a minute to talk about um, who the show is, is brought to you by here today. Um, it's brought to you by the eighth installment of the Michael Aviola Strongman Foundation. Uh, we're going to be having a Strongman show here on June 18th. All the proceeds from that show will be donated to the Michael Laviola Foundation, which raises money for pediatric sarcomas. Um, it's a really great event, something that's very special to us. Last year, we had over 350 spectators. We raised over $10,000, um, and we're hoping to do the same this year. If you're interested in supporting the event, you could go on varsityhousegym.com, um, and you can become a sponsor of the event. If you're an athlete that wants to participate, you can also um, go to varsityhousegym.com, click on the link, and there's a, a registration form for you there. Uh, it, like I said, it's a, it's a great event. And uh, I really hope to see everybody there. So, without further ado, I'd like to introduce our guest here today. Um, he hails from Norwood, New Jersey, and was recently crowned the Gatorade Football Player of the Year here in New Jersey. Um, he helped his team win the uh, their first team state championship in 30 years at Ultapan High School. Um, he's been a Team VH athlete since the 8th grade. And uh, he's now doing his summer internship here before he ships off to The Ohio State University. Uh, without further ado, we'd like to welcome Jordan Fuller to the show. Thanks, Dan. I really appreciate this uh, giving me this opportunity. I've listened to a few of the podcasts, so. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate you being here, Jordan. Um, you know, he's uh, Jordan's been uh, kind of like our shadow the last couple weeks here. He's been doing a great job, and you know what I'll say about about him. We'll get to his work ethic in a bit, but. Always on time, always staying late, and uh, you know, really putting in a lot of hours. And you know, that's just going to segue me to my first question. You know, do you th do you feel like, you know, obviously coming here and, and interning here, and then having to do your workouts at night? You know, do you feel like being a student athlete um, has prepared you to the real world of coming to actually work at 8:30 in the morning and having to be here? You know, you've really been here till about. 7 30 8 o'clock every night and it's hot as hell in the gym and you know how's that adjustment period been for you well being a student it, it definitely helped a lot um having to wake up early be at school for like seven hours then having to go to practice it really helped because coming here i have to also get up early but here's a little different in the aspect that you have more responsibilities and you have to be more accountable for yourself like you won't have deadlines but you'll have things to do like you'll you'll tell me i have to do this paper about how you, how you guys can better market yourselves. And like, at school I'll have like a due date for that, but right. here I won't at right. all. So then I just have to be accountable for myself in that aspect. But uh, yeah, I think being a student athlete just helped me a lot. I'm used to long hours, so yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, just certain things like, you know, you being here for, for your internship, just trying to show you like, you know, I'm, I'm not somebody that's gonna, you know, and, and none of us are maybe uh, maybe Joe a little bit, but um, you know just giving you guys the flexibility because we have a couple other high school interns and we have a college intern right here right now as well. 
Um, it's just really making sure that you know you guys take ownership of what you do on a daily basis, right. and you know you're given parameters of certain things that you need to do on your own, mm-hmm. and then you got to go ahead and do it. You know, and uh, and part of this podcast is that internship for you. And, uh, you know, Jordan put together a lot of the questions that I'm actually asking him here today. So that was part of the deal. And uh, like he's just mentioned, you know, the marketing paper. And I want to hear, you know, from some of our top athletes how we feel that the training can be better, how the marketing process can be better, how the front end system can be better. So, you know, I really take uh, I really take their advice very seriously and want to make sure that our Team VH athletes, especially the ones that have been here for a long time, get the most out of our program here. Um, you know, just, just segueing to the next question, you know, in terms of the real world, obviously, you know, you're going to be, you're going to be off to Ohio State first. Um, you know, when are you leaving, and uh, and what's the summer schedule going to be looking like for you here? I actually leave tomorrow, and uh, class starts Monday, so I have class Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And I, I also have summer workouts too, so. I'm Do you know what busy. time those summer workouts going to be? Either right after class or right before class. And that's four or five days a week? I think four. Four, four days? days four days a week I'll be working. Is it Monday through Thursday? Something like that, yeah. Oh, that's good. How many classes are you taking this summer? I'm taking two, one in sociology and one in anthropology. Got it, so got excited. it. So I know we've spoken a little bit about this, but do you, do you have your major decided? I don't as it right now. But I'm leaning towards something in sports or business. I mean, I, re- I really enjoy football. It's my love. So, I mean, I'd, I'd really want to be around the game somehow or or something on the business side too, maybe sports management. Sports management, so, I mean, sports administration. Right, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Um, you know, for the for the podcast <coughs> listeners, it today is June 2nd, so Jordan would be leaving. That's Friday, June 3rd. Um so it's uh, this podcast probably won't come out for a couple of weeks here. So okay. just to give them a frame of reference yeah, yeah. as to uh, as to when you're shipping out, going off to Columbus, Ohio, baby. That's a uh, yes, talk about a football town, man. Yeah. I mean, we're going to talk about your your recruiting uh, a little bit. I want to talk about your past season first, but you know, going out to uh, visiting. I, I told you Westside Barbell, and I went out to Ohio State and spent some time there in, in mm-hmm. their strength and conditioning department. I have never seen a football town like Columbus, Ohio. Oh, it's awesome. Everything in that town is about the Buckeyes. Oh, yeah. It's uh, it's pretty special. and You know, I can't wait to come out there and see you actually playing a game. I was in the stadium uh, just for a tour. I can't imagine. Uh, talk talk to me a little bit about the uh, spring game. It was sold out, right? Yeah, it was, it was sold out. There was over 100,000 people there. I mean, usually at spring games, you'll, you'll have, like, a few sections filled up, but that thing was entirely filled up. A so. hundred thousand people for a spring game, people, is insane. It's pretty much a practice. It's insane. It just shows how much support we get. Wow, yeah. it's uh, that's pretty special, man. Oh yeah. Um, you know, let, I, like I said, I want to talk a little bit about this past season, and, and for the listeners that don't know, um, you know, obviously Jordan played at Old Japan High School, and Old Japan High School, um, led by uh, a great coaching staff. Um, Coach Dunn, Coach Klaus, your dad, um, mm-hmm. uh, P. Dunn, um, you know, there was the first state sectional title that you guys won in 30 years. Right. Um, you guys were really on the brink for a few years with your brother, um, but you guys, you know, you went to MetLife this year and you got it done. Um, mm-hmm. 
you know, along the way, you, you won Gatorade Player of the Year, all while going through what was a blue-chip recruiting process in which you didn't know where you were going to be going. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about, you know, what it was like to win that title, what the recruiting process was like, and, and what it meant to you to, uh, to win a title for your school. So, um, all summer, I was just taking visits and stuff, but once August 10th hit, that's when training camp started. I didn't take any visits. I decided that winning a state championship was the only thing I really wanted. Team and first. Team first, for sure. And yeah, I just put recruiting kind of on the back burner. I thought, okay, maybe I'll go to a few games, but then during the season, I was like, no, I don't, I don't really want to miss film on this Saturday, all this sure. stuff. So, I mean, recruiting was really on the back burner. And, um... Just talking about the state championship a little bit, um, that was, that was pretty amazing. I've never I've never been closer to a team than this one I had this year. I mean, from sophomores to seniors, usually sophomores they don't really hang out with the seniors. Right. Like they'll be cool, but this year it was just the full team just chilling, just laughing and joking, and it was just a really tight knit group. And winning the state championship was really a family thing for me, cause. My brother lost his twice, and really, we, we just wanted, it was really a big family thing. We you guys dominated this. throughout the year. Yeah. You know, I don't think outside of PV the first time, which really turned into a, you know, you guys ran away with that one, you guys really, you know, had a season in which you really took it to a lot of people and made oh, a yeah. big statement and say, hey, you know what, like, we're the best team here, and this is our state title. Yeah, we, we definitely wanted, every time we went out there, we wanted to, prove to everybody that on film that we're, that we're the best team physical too yeah, super sure. physical you know being able to train you know pretty much the whole team uh for the year it was uh you know pretty special to watch you guys come out and and you personally had a fantastic year in which you did a lot of different things for your right. team um and and are recruited were recruited as an athlete but you will be playing i will playing corner and I also need to learn a nickel spot, but definitely DB. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Um, so, you know, let's segue into just talking about um, about the recruiting process. Obviously, your recruiting process was a little bit different. And on the show each week, I want to talk about um, a little bit about recruiting. And I've, ta- I've talked a lot about guys that would maybe be in the recruiting shoes that I was in. Mm-hmm. Um, or, or my brother, or, you know, an Anthony Malone. Your recruiting process, we've only had, I've only been close to very few recruiting processes like yours. Right. Your brother's being the first one, mm-hmm. you know, um, obviously seeing Brandon Wimbush's recruiting process, seeing Andrew Trimbetti's, uh, Danny Crimmins had a good amount of offers, mm-hmm. but guys that <clears throat> knew they were going to be playing on a BCS level early on, right. we knew you had offers in eighth grade, so mm-hmm. it wasn't a, it wasn't a matter of you know, are we going to get money to play? It was where we where we best see ourselves fit for the right. future. Right. Um, so, for your recruiting process, talk about your your summer leading into your senior year, um, and how you obviously you did get phone calls during mm-hmm. that season. You know how you kind of corralled everything, and then when the decision making process did come to be, how did you kind of finalize that it was going to be? you know, Ohio State and right. amongst, you know, Michigan, Rutgers, mm-hmm. um, and some of the others. Right. Um, the spring and summer before the season, I took visits to Ohio State my first time. I, I went to Penn State a bunch of times. Um, 
I went to Michigan. Also known as the team up north to me right now. But, uh, <laughs> also Notre Dame and Stanford and all all these schools. So um, yeah, my recruiting process was uh, definitely picking up. But um, during the season, I just put that stuff on the back burner. I really wanted to stay championship with my team. Right. But then after the season, it was really time to time to focus in. So I took official visits to Penn State, Ohio State, team up north. <laughs> Um, Notre Dame and TCU and uh, all official visits definitely make it harder because all of them are just really glamorized and all this stuff so really you just have to stay organized me and my family we we set up this whole spreadsheet of stuff that was important to me then we would grade each school right on like those categories so we'd have like strength and conditioning what position I'd be playing all this stuff so we had like 30, 30 categories or something like that. And it's then, better to yeah. do it like that. I mean, you know, you come home and, and it's something that I try to get better at myself where, you know, for good or for bad, mm -hmm. for better or for worse, I might be really upset about something business-wise because I take it so seriously or I might be, you know, really pumped up about a new program or a new mm -hmm. exercise and it's always better to... You know, or I go to a clinic or conference. I come home and be talking to you guys about it nonstop. Sometimes you just need to sleep on it, oh, for sure. digest it, for sure. and then be like, okay, you know, um, you know, all right, what, 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 what am I really doing here? Yeah. And uh, I think with recruiting too, especially with guys like yourself, it's, you know, sometimes you just need to remove yourself from it, mm -hmm. have your family, and have a spreadsheet to go back to. Right. to kind of rein you back in so it's not like yeah. oh, okay I'm out here at you know I'm out here in sunny California and you know there's there's uh, it's it's warm the campus is great you know I right. you know there's a lot of you know beautiful women here whatever it is yeah. um whatever it is that that attracts you to that campus you know at, at the end of the day you're there to do two things you're there to be a student and you're there to play football right. you have you, to take the emotions completely out yeah, you just have to make the smartest decision for you. You're, you're gonna enjoy your college experience most likely, so you have to just really take all the emotions out. Yeah, I mean, and you know, just picking Ohio State. Like, how did how did it come to be? Was it was it the coaching staff? Was it Ur Urban Meyer? Was it Columbus? Like, what drew you to the school? Was it a certain uh, academic program? What made you feel most comfortable going to Ohio State? It's pretty much everything. I mean, the stuff they do for you off the field. Is really just second to none. I mean, talk to me about so, the AD a little bit too. They do so much, yeah. So um, I I met with the athletic director there, and he's he's the best athletic director in the country. He he got an award this year. His name is Gene Smith. Me and my family met with him on our on our official visit there, and the visit we took before. But on our official visit, we met with him a little more. And then after that visit, he uh he personally emailed me that uh. He took a specific liking to me and my family, and then if I came there, he would be like a personal mentor for me. Yeah. So, th so that really meant a lot. I mean, yeah, that that was re that was really big. And th the stuff they do for me off the field, like they make you have a five-year plan, they make you have a ten-year plan for when you're not playing football. And they have job fairs where kids kids leave Ohio State with four four to five job offers, all that stuff, and job offers that stand. Right. After like after they leave the NFL, right. they have a job right there. 
Uh, that's, that's great. And, you know, obviously people might be listening to this podcast and be like, oh, that only happens at Ohio State. It doesn't only happen at Ohio State. It happens at other levels of uh, uh, Division Two, Division Three places. It really goes about how much your coaches care. And I think tradition in a place matters a lot, too. Um, if you have two or three head coaches inside of four or five years, there is no such thing as tradition. There's not. There's not. You know, you have to go to a place that has rich tra- tradition where the athletic director truly cares about the student-athletes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always talk about my, you know, my brother because I'm close to his recruiting process, but, you know, he's up at SUNY Cortland. That athletic director does a fantastic job of getting those guys placed. Coach Mack has been there for 25 years. You know, there's rich it's tradition rare. there. And it's rare, but it can be found. Yeah. Um, and, and that just, it means a lot. Oh, yeah, um, you know, I know, uh, I know. You know, talk about some of your goals. I, I know you've expressed an interest in following your brother's footsteps to the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, talk about, talk about Devin, and I know he's super influential in, with you. And I guess I just answered the question that you wrote. <laughs> but you know, talk about Devin being the most influential, um, you know, athlete in your life, and 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 you, really your mentor. I know you're yeah. super close with your family, mm-hmm. but we talked about this just reviewing for today. You said, you know, my brother's been the most influential person for me. Oh, for sure. Well, I mean, we've been we've been playing football together since I can remember. We've been playing sports together all all our lives. So, really, I just feel that close bond with him, and I can go to him about anything. And he he really helped with the recruiting process too because he knows he knows kids from each school, and he he would talk to them about oh how do you feel about this? How do you feel about the coaching staff? Blah blah blah. So he, so he'd help me in that respect. But him him going to the NFL is just I mean, how awesome is that? When I'm, he still, got I'm still speechless about it. I mean, I, I was home alone because <laughs> my my dad was in L.A. with him. My mom was on the road, so I was home alone watching the TV, waiting for his name to be called. And then, round seven, <laughs> just came around Atlanta Falcons. And then that, that I don't know. I I can't even put it into words. Yeah. It's, it's so crazy. I remember texting you right afterwards, and you just like sent back like a hundred exclamation I know. points. <laughs> Like, just let's go. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> it's uh, awesome. that's really cool, man. Oh, it's yeah. uh, I can't imagine that. It's uh, that must have been really, really special. Um, how much of his recruiting process? I mean, I know you know he gave you advice, but how much of how much of being able to see what he went through mm-hmm. uh, benefited in your process? I feel like your process, just knowing your dad for many years now, right. you guys were, um, I guess the best way to put it would much more relaxed with your process where it's like you know what it's gonna be here you know we're gonna have plenty of options let's worry about right now not that Devin was all over the place by Mm -hmm. any means but I feel like his you know you guys with Devin were entertaining a lot more schools than than you guys were at the end right just an observation with that yeah like for example if if this is my first time around like my family's first time around getting recruited I would definitely take visits during the season, most likely. Yeah. And I would get a little distracted, but since we knew we had time after the season, there, yeah. you know, we really can't rush your decision. That um, we decided not to go on those visits and just really take our time. And Devin's recruiting process, we knew we were gonna get sold the world. We knew that these coaches could really just say anything to you, so we really just needed to look at the concrete evidence of of schools and right. do our research. 
with Devin too, a little bit different, just backtrack now. I mean, obviously Devin got drafted as a receiver and a return specialist, mm. but his recruiting process, he ultimately did want to play quarterback right. and finding a system that would work for him. And you know, obviously he went to UCLA and had a good career, but was was forced to make that position change. And right. obviously they had Brent Huntley, who's now on, was it the Vikings? Green Bay. Green Bay Packers. Yeah. Um, yeah, the other UCLA guys are the linebackers, right? Yeah, two yeah. starting middle linebackers. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, so his recruiting process is a little bit different because he's trying to find a home to play quarterback right. and in a system in which he would have been successful. So, you know, so a little bit different for him. But um, you know, obviously, at the end of the day, it all seemed to work out for him. Oh, for sure. Very blessed. Yeah, very. Um, you know, th- the next question I have for you is, you know, now that you've accomplished, I would say, all of your high school goals. Um, what are some new goals that you've established for yourself? I know you're not super vocal about telling mm-hmm. people about it, but I know that you're you you have a systemized approach to it, and I know that you do have goals. So, yeah. what are some of those? Well, first, I definitely want to graduate. That's that's first and foremost. Just graduating from the Ohio State University would be huge for me, and then just being able to be the best teammate and best player I can be. I know I'm know I know I'm going to be developed a great amount on the football field so I just really want to maximize my potential and all, all that stuff so and definitely no matter what win win a national championship that's that's the biggest goal yeah you know I, I I love that you that you talk about team you talk about development you talk about school as because the thing is, is if all those things happen for you yeah. you know and you take care of the work first the results will come Right, yeah, and the yeah. results being um, whatever they may be, mm-hmm. whether it be you know, you, whether it be a draft pick, whether it be you know a, a job on Wall Street, whether it be right. a job in the front office of a team, if you take care of the work, and we talked, I talked about this last week with Madi, if you take care of the work number one, all the other good stuff will happen. There is no secret sauce, you know. There's no secret recruiting manual that's going to get you offered if you're not good enough to be offered. Um, you know, if you don't do the work in school, you can't expect a degree. So I appreciate that answer. Um, and I think it's just a testament to, to you as, as a, you know, as a young man, just becoming, you know, successful and it's, it's awesome. So, um, I guess one thing would be, you know, you know, if you had one piece of advice to give to a younger version of you, mm-hmm. um, what would that advice be? I would definitely just say control what you can control. Um, you can, only you can control your work ethic, get, get your work done on and off the field. Um, do things that most kids won't. Like a lot of kids will wanna go out like every night, I know in college, but that's not gonna be me. I mean, I have to just really get get my work done. And if a younger you, like a sophomore me, I, I would say the same thing. Just get your work done first before you you play around right. <laughs> yeah yeah no i mean it makes yeah. sense it's uh you know it's kind of like fridays uh here yeah. you know fridays every week um for years have been hey look like you know we train on fridays as a group and we got people that come from all over the place on fridays to work out um for the jailhouse friday finisher just because i feel like a lot of strength and conditioning programs, they'll go like Monday through Thursday or mm-hmm. 
Monday through Thursday and come back for like a regen on Saturday or Sunday. But we save, um, you know, it's not a max effort upper or lower, but it's just, you know, it's a tough day in here. Right. It's a tough day in here. We do a lot of strongman work. We do a lot of volume upper. Um, and we always do some type of a finisher that's really just to test the grit of our of our guys. Um, and I feel like we'll never stop doing that on Fridays because I know so so much of the competition is, especially in summertime, they're already on the way down the shore. They, yeah. they want to be at a barbecue. They want to be here and there. And I think it just gives our guys the mental edge when they go on Snapchat and they see, you know, uh, you know, Dan Goodman, you know, number two, he's over here, you know, he's down the shore and he's drinking beers on the beach. Like, or this guy's at the movies or this guy's at the mall. When I'm here and I'm freaking grinding out a tough-ass session, Mm -hmm. like, I've gotten better than you today. It it definitely gives you that mental edge. And you definitely get mentally tough and physically tougher from these workouts on Fridays for sure because... (laughs) <laughs> you you definitely they, they definitely make you want to stop. Yeah, of course, man. Sure. And and that's why they're done on Fridays though, yeah. is because you know getting that mental edge over guys. I think that that was part of the reason why I was successful as a player. I was not, you know, I didn't roll out of bed one day and I was a great football player. I had mm-hmm. to work for it, and part of it was knowing like I'm willing to do more than the next guy to achieve my goals. And when you have somebody like yourself who's also willing to do more than the next guy and already is blessed as, with being a great football player, and we have a lot of those here, it's a, it's a special combination of work and talent. And, it, and it, you know, you turn out to be Gatorade Player of the Year, you know, and, and, and have the opportunity to play Ohio State. So, you know, it's for all the listeners, it's remember, work comes first. You have to be willing to sacrifice um, for for the greater good of yourself and your teammates. For sure. Um, yeah. So, the uh, that that's great advice, man. I you know the next section here. I think this has been a great podcast. These are some great questions that you that you put forth for me here. <laughs> I appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> so the uh, you know next we're gonna go to like our two minute drill. I'm just gonna ask you some questions. Um, one through seven. I put some of these together. Some of these questions I like to be a little controversial. Um, so they're going to be quick, quick, uh, rapid fire questions. Number one, pregame meal. What is it? Pregame meal changes every year, but this year it was a chicken Caesar wrap from Jersey Mike's. All right. Every time. Yep. Every every game. Had to have it. Had to have yeah, it, dude. Seeing. You're gonna have to uh, get used to the uh, the Saturday afternoon games now. It's gonna be like I a know. breakfast meal. I know it's different. I'll get used to it. Though. You're gonna get fed well, though. At, uh, at URI, we had, uh, we they would have, we would have a pregame meal Friday, which would be like chicken, steak. Um, we had, we ate like, we had a huge ice cream bar. Yeah, it's definitely like pasta. that's funny. Like pasta dinners, you never have healthy stuff. No, never, never, never. Before a game, which you should. And then Saturday morning, we'd have, like, French toast, pancakes, there'd be pasta, grilled chicken, salad. You could <laughs> literally find whatever you wanted. It was good. We, we were fed well there. Um, number two question was, do you have any pregame rituals? Is it, like, a certain way you tape your gloves up, your ankles? Like, you know, is it a certain pair of gloves? What do you do? Right. You clean your helmet out? What, is it, what do you got? Well, I, I definitely wear the same pair of gloves. Definitely that. And, uh... A few guys on my team, we all like we all spat our cleats. Yep. And that's a big thing around the team. It's just getting around each other, like when we're getting taped and just talking about the game, talking about the game plan, or even just 
getting our minds off the game. Right, really, just really relaxing. A lot. Yeah. yeah, really just helps a lot getting spatted next to each other and just chilling. That's, that's cool. Yeah. All right. Um, we I already asked you this before, but uh, just talk about what you're going to study at Ohio State. Yeah, I don't know yet, but I'm thinking something in sports or, or business for sure. Got it. All right, next question. Who is the fastest man in the Fuller family? <laughs> well, right now, it would have to be Devin. Right now. But I'm definitely coming for him. I, mean, I think three years I'll have him. For sure. How about that? Can he still get out there and hit Not 10 at yards? All. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> yeah. So Bart, if you're listening, you got to get out of the freaking uh, sauna all the time. You got to hit. You got to hit the track. He loves it. That's all his right? cardio. Yeah, that's his cardio. I know. It's BS. <laughs> all right. Uh, next question. What is your favorite gym exercise? I'd say anything we do on a Tuesday, which is just speed work. I just I just like that a lot. I mean, speed and power. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, Tuesday nights in here is our speed, uh, speed and power development work. We'll do a combination of jumps, throws, um, explosive movements, heavy prowler pushes, right. um, fastest man sprints, a lot of stuff from our Slider X program. Mm -hmm. That's one of my favorite nights, too. Next week, we're going to go for max box jump, too. Max box jump. Go. I'm getting it filmed, so you better break off 55 <laughs> inches plus. All right, least favorite gym exercise? Least favorite would have to be the air dying, for sure. Calorie count? Calorie count. For those of you that don't know what the Airdyne is, that's just the bike of death. I mean, they just... <laughs> they'll, they'll, they'll say how many calories you have to get, but, like, say it's, like, 50 calories as fast as you can, that that will literally have you at the gym on the floor for another half hour after the workout, for sure. The funny thing is, is that 50-calorie sprint, you probably win it in the crew or yeah. your top three in the whole crew yeah but it's it's still awful I, I can't I can't I and mean. you know when you're strapping in onto that bike like you know usually how we'll do it is I'll say alright it was 50 calorie max sprint or 30 calorie max sprint a top three guys out of a crew of 20 are mm -hmm. done for the day right or um, most calories accrued in one minute top five guys done for the day so every guy knows when they get on the bike you know they have that that competition anxiety and they know if they don't go truly all out and empty the tank that they're going to get thrown back into the fire and exactly. i'm going to make them do it again okay. so that that's why you have to go all out and it's just just it's just so painful <laughs> <laughs> that lactic acid that oh, yeah. burn is real Crazy. man no so that that's great so um, the last thing I would say is, uh, you know, or question I have is, who is the most influential player uh, or somebody that you model your game after that's not your brother? I'd say I pull from a few guys. I'll, I'll go on YouTube like all day and just look at different corners in the NFL and in college. Like, I'll look at Richard Sherman's highlights. I'll look at Tyron Matthews, Patrick Peterson's. I'll look at, uh, like Jalen Ramsey's, like Eli Apple. That that just left for the Giants this year from Ohio State. Like, I'll just I'll just pull different things from each player and just try to model my game, take a little bit out of it each once. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I guess this this last question would be um, something I'm reading your notes here, um, but I think it's really important and. Uh, you know, I guess it's not a quick fire question, so I'm going off the beaten path here. But, mm -hmm. you know, 
what kept you home at Old Japan? Like, why why not a powerhouse right. uh, Catholic school? Which I'm not saying there's anything wrong with, but mm-hmm. I'm just saying we talked about your decision for college. Right. But why the decision to stay home? Well, I started playing flag football in first grade, and I, I I've been playing with the same kids all the way from first grade up into eighth grade, and I just I I knew in my heart I just couldn't see myself playing with anybody else right. for, through four years of high school and also my brother stayed home and he had a great career and he got recruited also like a lot of kids will go to the bigger schools just to get recruited but I knew I could get recruited just the same way at uh, at Old Japan and, and I mean I, I knew we could get a state championship too so that right. was and you did we really yep all for full circle no, that's yeah, great so. you know that's uh, that's where we're going to end it here I um I think that the questions you put together for this podcast were awesome. Thank um, you. you know, having you here, you know, obviously we've had you here for an athlete for as a, for a long time, but uh, you know, getting you here for your internship, uh, you had to you had to get together a lot of hours in a short period oh, yeah. of time. But um, you know, I hope you appreciated uh, your time here, and you know, this doubt. is this is Jordan's last day with us here, and. Uh, I know he will. He'll be gone uh, all but one week of this summer. We have him back for one week. Got to get sure. a couple workouts oh, in yeah. before you leave again. Uh, I promise not to hit you with the bike when you come <laughs> back. <laughs> I appreciate that. But uh, you know, I really appreciate you being on the show here, and, and you know that uh, you know we wish you nothing but the best of luck. And um, you know, a lot of a lot of people here look up to Jordan, and uh, you know he's a, he's a great example of like we said before, hard work matching uh a lot of just talent and and what can happen for somebody if you're talented and you put the work in you will be a success story you never want to be that talent that has no work ethic that doesn't have the transcripts or 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 isn't willing to go to work or isn't willing to be on time because you know then you're just then you're just a local legend that never made it out of where you're from yeah you know i I definitely one of my biggest inspirations is just Making my family and my community proud at yeah. home. So definitely at Ohio State, that's going to be my main focus. You know, and, and you have done that. You have done that yeah. thus far. And, uh, you know, I know you're somebody that's super humble and uh, and you don't realize how much you influence some of the younger kids. And being here for the internship, you have kids that's, hey, Jordan, you want to race? Hey, do a push-up <laughs> competition. How many pull-ups can you do? Um, it. So it's been great having you here. I really appreciate it, and uh, I can't wait to come out to Ohio State to see you kick some ass, man. Thanks a lot. I can't wait. Uh, all right, guys. So that's your fifth installment of the House Radio. I hope you guys really enjoyed this this series. You know, I, like I said, I mean, we don't get paid to do this. We're here early on a Thursday morning. Jordan's leaving tomorrow. He's still probably unpacked. Um, we're here in the studio in the Beat Lab with Trevor Lang and. Um, you know, I appreciate everybody listening to this. It means a lot to us. And uh, until next week, enjoy your weekends. And I uh, hope to see everybody June 18th for the Michael Laviola Strongman event. See you guys soon.